of Tell Me Your Truth. It's story time, folks. I did a very stupid thing. And we're going to talk about it because that's what we do here. So, first, let me just fill y'all in as to what's going on, what's been going on. So, I drive a 2003 model vehicle. She's an old girl, okay? She's she's an old girl. And there's been, obviously we've talked about it. It's a lot of shit's gone on since January. Uh, well, she's been in the shop, like, this would be the third time today since January. So, basically three times in two months. And... Well, let me just give you the backstory on her first, okay? This vehicle has literally never been owned by anyone other than someone in my family. My great uncle bought it brand new from the dealership in 2003. My grandfather bought it from him not long after that. Then my uncle Brian had it for a while. And then my grandparents had got it back again. And then they gave it to me a couple of years ago. So we've always kind of had this car somewhere in the family, and I love her very, very much, okay? I've, I've always loved her. I'm an SUV type of girl, okay? I, I just am. I love whipping some little bitty cars and, you know, certain cars I love. But if I'm going to, like, daily drive something, it's going to be an SUV. That's just, that's just me. Just who I am, right? So, but let's, let's be very fucking transparent here. Your girl ain't had SUV dollars, most of her life. So cars has been what we've owned. And so when we had, you know, the opportunity to get this SUV, I was beyond fucking thrilled. Okay. She's, she's great. Love her. And I finally got to have my SUV, right. That I've always wanted and never could have until a few years ago. So remind you, I said, she's a 2003. She just hit 200,000 miles. She's got like 203,000 on her. Okay. She's been well taken care of. We're just now having to have things done to her. So she's been a damn good vehicle. Okay. I don't know. This is not an isolated incident. All right. It's just not. This is the story I'm about to tell you. So last week, it was raining. And some stupid motherfucker literally stopped in the middle of an overpass in the middle of the damn road. And it was either go to the left and encounter oncoming traffic, go to the right and head off the fucking overpass, or nail this dude in the ass. So I was like, well, we can't do any of those. So I tried to go off to the right as far as possible to miss this dude. And thank God somehow I did. But in the process, I had to slam on my brakes very, very, very hard. And then it was raining, so I slid quite far. And quite abrupt, like, quite abruptly slam on my brakes. I thought for sure, like, if I would not have moved off to the side and I would have just got, kept going, I would have literally nailed him, probably going 45 miles an hour. 
So that's with me slamming on my brakes. Because again, she's an old SUV. She's literally built like a fucking tank. Her doors are heavy. She's a brick shit house. She ain't slowing down quickly. Okay. So I missed this accident. Thank God. Then a couple days later, I start hearing this fucking weird noise come in from the, what I assume is the brakes. Because it's only doing it when I'm braking. And for whatever fucking reason, which we'll get into in a minute what I think the problem is here, I had an all-out fucking meltdown over this and was like, I'm fucking done. This car's taking a shit. I can't do it. Um, we're just going to get a fucking new car. I'm tired of fixing this damn thing. Da, 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 da. Right? It was a whole ass baby bitch fit. Right? A whole ass baby bitch fit over this damn vehicle. And mind you, this has been going on for three, four days now. Three or four days, I think. Um, yeah, three or four days. It took me to finally take it to the shop, which is the story I'll get to. All in this last couple of days, <laughs> I have scoured the earth for vehicles, test drove a lifted Jeep with no running boards that I had to literally climb, literally climb into, and jump out of, which if I had to do that, how the fuck are my kids going to get in the car? And then left there upset and went to another dealership. This was all Saturday. Went to another dealership, found and test drove a Ford Explorer, loved it, and proceeded to almost buy the fucking thing. All because my brakes were making a noise. Okay? Are we all tracking? (laughs) So, I didn't buy the Ford Explorer because they wanted way too much for the payment. And while, sure, we probably could have paid it every month, it wouldn't have left much room for much else to be going on. And so my husband was like, absolutely not. Thank God he was the fucking voice of reason because the story I'm about to tell you next you'll be like, wow, there's something fucking wrong with you, which we'll also get to. So the husband shoots down the Ford Explorer, as though he fucking should have, and I come home. And I proceed to throw yet another baby bitch fit, because I couldn't get the Ford Explorer. Not because he told me no, and I wasn't mad at him. He was very right, and I knew he was right. I was just mad, because that's what I wanted, and I couldn't have it, right? We're going somewhere with this if you're not tracking. Then (laughs) I literally pout for the remainder of the day. I scour the internet for more vehicles within his top dollar for our payment that he's willing to, you know, sacrifice. And I can't find anything that I want really, that I really want within my price range. Because the whole plan for old girl was that when she finally bit the dust I was going to then get a newer SUV so in my head this whole time I'm thinking well she's biting the dust so I'm going to get my new SUV and I have myself built up that I'm going to get this new SUV right new to me not brand new because ain't nobody got paper like that right now have you fucking seen the price tags on these things that's all I'm going to say a new to me SUV I did not want to go back to driving a car after being in a big old SUV like that. Picky. I know. Don't fucking care. It's just who I am. 
except for <laughs> uh, it was not not in the fucking cards, right? So then I had to come to terms with the fact that if I was going to get a new vehicle, mind you, this whole time I still don't even know exactly what's wrong with the Envoy. I just want to interject here and let everybody know. I still have no fucking idea what's wrong with my truck, okay? No fucking clue. But then I have to come to a, a realization that, okay, you're trading this in for something and it's not going to be an SUV. Well, now what do you want? Then there was a whole discussion about, okay, well, what's the smart thing to do? What do I, what do I trade it in for? What do I, you know, what, what should I get? Should I get a hybrid? Should I get like a little shit whippy car that is like a golf cart with fucking legal papers to go on the street? Like what, what are we doing? What are we buying here? Right? I drag my best friend into this shit, drag her husband into it. Who deals with vehicles? I have a whole ass thing with this day's worth of this shit all day yesterday. I'm like, okay, what about this car? What about this car? What about this car? What about this payment? Spend a literal entire fucking Sunday morning into the afternoon trying to figure out what car now am I going to buy since I can't have my SUV, okay? Then finally, I have another little baby bitch fit meltdown because none of these cars do I really actually want, nor do I really actually like them, but here I am considering purchasing one, right? And still don't know what's wrong with the Envoy. So finally, by Sunday night, I have given up the search altogether because it's fucking pointless. Why? When I don't even know, for whatever reason, the fucking logic kicked in, right? And because I I'd literally ran the illogical bullshit all the way down to its most distilled form and there was nothing left. <laughs> it was literally vaporized. There was nothing left for me to search for. No new vehicle left for me to even get excited about or care about. I was done. I had exhausted all fucking search options, right? And I had finally come to the realization, why the fuck am I sitting here trying to convince myself that I want to buy one of these vehicles when I don't even fucking know what's wrong with mine? And a lot of you are probably listening to this going, well, duh, stupid. Um, that should have been your first fucking thought. We're going to get to that. So... Finally, I just told my husband, fuck it. I don't care if I have to put another 50,000 fucking dollars in this car. I am not buying anything new unless it's a new SUV. So we're just going to fix it until we can fucking afford one. That was what I came to. And so this morning, (laughs) we call the fucking auto shop, get the car right in there, right? Oh, because my other bitch was, I didn't want to have to keep sending this thing to the shop every couple of months and spend money and it have it have it nickel and dime us, even if it wasn't on its deathbed, because it's it's an old vehicle with 203,000 fucking miles on it. It's 19 years old. It's going to start nickel and dime on us, and I don't want to be nickel and dime to death, right? And every time it has to go to the shop, that's, you know, time that I don't have my car, and we both have jobs and kids and shit to do, and we're a two-car family for a reason, so I can't keep constantly being inconvenienced. Let's, let's stop. I want everyone to hold on to the inconvenienced word, okay? We're gonna, we're gonna stop, and we're gonna pause, and I want everyone to, like, highlight this word in their brain, inconvenienced, okay? That is the key fucking word for this entire story. We're gonna get there. Inconvenienced, Every time my vehicle has to be at the shop. Okay, so now we are on Monday, which is the day I'm recording this because, hello, I can't do anything on time. Monday morning, hours ago, we take it to the shop, okay? They get it right in there, and my husband drops me off at work, okay? 
It's about 4.30. I get back into town. I hadn't really heard from the shop all day, so I was like, we're already out and about. Kids are already packed up. Let's just drop by there, okay? I go in, and I'm like, hey, just wondering, um, is it done? Did you find anything? Well, you know, was it the brakes? What's, what's wrong with it, right? You know, he goes, oh, it was just a bolt that busted off, like, I think he said the caliper or something. So it was making a noise every time you brought, you hit the brakes because of this bolt that busted off. And I was like, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, it was like nothing. It was just like a $20 thing. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought he meant $20 part right? To fix. And I'm thinking, okay, well, what was the labor on that? So I check out with the dude and he goes, yeah, just 20 bucks. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? He goes, no, just, just 20 bucks. It's literally, I had the bolt here. It just literally just had to take the broken one off and put the new one on. And the brakes are fine. He's like, I looked at the brakes. There's literally nothing wrong with them. You don't even need new brake pads. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in case, in case anyone has, has gotten lost in this very ADHD story, we're going to recap for you in chronological order. Last week, I slam on brakes, slide, nearly die. Then three, four days later, I start hearing a knock slash scrape slash don't know what the fuck it is every time I break. Okay. Um, two days after that, I go into a whole ass fucking spiral. So now we're at Saturday as of like a couple days ago, Saturday. Oh, I'm in a whole ass spiral and I've got, I've, I've dropped myself off at two fucking dealerships, test drove two fucking vehicles, have my husband's credit ran and numbers worked on a whole ass new SUV, okay, in case we're tracking, um, that my husband said absolutely not on after we found out how much the payment was every month. I come home, throw a baby bitch fit, then search for a car that I don't even fucking want throw another baby bitch fit and then arrive at the logic that, hey, I don't even know what the fuck's wrong with my car and here I have done all this bullshit. So maybe we should just take it to the dealership. Okay. Is everyone caught up? Good. Glad. Great. Only to go into the dealership a few hours ago and find out that the whole thing I just put myself through, okay, the whole fucking thing I just put myself through was for a $20 problem. editing Nikki here. I realize I've said dealership twice now. Uh, that's not what I meant. I meant mechanic. Um, yeah, just wanted to pop in here and correct myself because I can't edit that out. So, uh, yeah, meant mechanic, not dealership. Okay, back to the show. Yeah, A a 20, like, 20 as in like two tens problem we're just gonna have a moment of silence for my brain yeah $20 I can spend that in like three Duncan trips and I was about to go finance a whole new fucking vehicle over a $20 problem. And now we get it to why. Why I do this. Okay? It can blame it on a lot of things, right? But at the end of the day, I am not a person who likes to be inconvenienced. Inconvenience is like, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. I just do not, I can't deal with it. 
Maybe it's one of those toxic traits. Maybe it's got something to do with my ADHD. I don't fucking know. Nor am I going to pretend to care at this point. It's just the fucking facts. I don't do well with inconvenience. I just don't. And that bullshit damn near cost me 30 grand for a new car. Because had I thrown a big enough baby bitch fit, I might have gotten that car no matter what the payment was. But thank God my husband literally was like, absolutely not. You can cry and whine about it all you want. I am not spending 30 grand on a fucking SUV when we don't even know what's wrong with yours. Thank God for the fucking voice of reason. Because a 20 fucking dollar fix to a car damn near cost my stupid ass 30 grand. All because I did not want to be fucking inconvenienced by having to take it to the shop, wait for it to be worked on, wait to find out what was wrong with it, pay to fix whatever was fucking wrong with it, and maybe do this again in a couple of months. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. This is me. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to my most toxic trait. I cannot be inconvenienced. And then it got me thinking. How many other fucking times have I done stupid things like this only because I didn't want to take the little bit extra time and be a little bit inconvenienced to come to a smarter solution than just saying, fuck it, I'll get a new one, right? And then I got really sad. Because <laughs> I could count more than I, more times than I have fingers and toes for that I have done that. As a full-grown adult, mind you. Like, as a full-grown adult, it's one thing to, like, have no patience for inconvenience as a child, Right? I'm a full-grown-ass fucking woman, okay? I'm about to be 32 years old. And I can't be inconvenienced still? Like, this is one of those times in life where you, like, you get so smacked upside the head with your own fucking bullshit that you're like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I need to fucking work on that shit, right? Like, this is a serious problem because my lack of being able to deal with A small inconvenience like having your car go to the shop damn near cost us thirty thousand fucking dollars. Really? Like really? That why am I still dealing with shit like this at almost thirty-two years old? Was I not like I I don't I can't I don't even fucking know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for this. I don't know why I'm like this. I really don't. There is no like I don't think I can pin this on anything other than it's either just it's just fucking ingrained in me. It's the way I'm fucking wired or. I don't fucking know. I just, I hate fucking being inconvenienced. And look what it's fucking done. Look what it's done. So I I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm sharing the story. Maybe just because I was so fucking dumbfounded by the what I almost fucking had happened because I just couldn't fucking deal with the fact that I had to be without my car for a little while. It just makes me feel really fucking stupid and feel really like, wow, you have issues, bitch. Like, you have fucking issues. And you're almost 32 and you need to deal with this shit. Like, I don't know how you become better with being inconvenienced other than to, like, have a person like my husband who's like, you're going to have to fucking deal with it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, 
like guide you around in life. Like I, 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 I don't know if this is an ADHD thing or not. I probably should have researched it before I fucking got on here. But this is more of like a story time thing than it is a, hey, this is why I am who I am kind of thing. This is just like a, hey, this is who I am kind of thing. And it almost cost me 30 grand. So um, if you too are really fucking shitty at being inconvenienced or don't like having to wait for things or um, the thought of like something being wrong takes you down the extreme like worst case scenario rabbit hole. Um, I know that is an ADHD thing like where you can't like you future trip but it's a future trip of the worst possible scenario you can possibly arrive at so like for example when I was like oh there's a noise when I'm breaking it's dead (laughs) like there was no like in between it was just like there's a noise now I have to get a new car It, it there was literally no logic between noise and I have to get a new vehicle now it was just panic and bad decision making within like less than a week because my brakes are making a noise and I think that's like it's, it's, it's dumbfounding and also very humbling at the same time because to be a full-grown ass woman and still realize that I have these fucking very seemingly childish issues with things like this where it's like I can't possibly see that there's another outcome other than my panic brain's outcome that it has arrived at. And, and I get so fixated on this that I, like, join other people in on my fucking panic and have these people, like, helping me to fix a problem I don't even have. Like, thank God my, my best friend knows this all too well about me and she just kind of lets me go and then she, that I come to the adult decision and she's like, yep, there it is. I just had to let you get there. I entertained you, right? Entertained your little bullshit and I knew it was bullshit, but I knew you'd get there at some point, Right. I think I'm going to have to, like, ha- like request, Linz, if you're listening, please stop entertaining it. Just, like, tell me, bitch, knock it off. This is one of those times where you're going to make a $30,000 problem out of a $20 problem. And just, like, use this example. Because I think it needs to be thrown in my face a little bit more so that I can become a little bit more fucking aware of it when it's happening. Because clearly I have no, like, there's no break, I guess is a good analogy since we're talking about fucked up breaks in my brain that says, oh, there's another possible outcome here other than the worst fucking thing you can think of. And I know that that isn't, that is an ADHD thing because my kid does it. We ask him to unload the dishwasher. He sees that it's going to take him 13,000 years to unload 12 dishes. And his, he gets so upset about all the things in two seconds that he's not going to be able to do because it's going to take him so much time to unload this dishwasher. And then he's already in fucking shambles because we've just asked him to unload a dishwasher when he doesn't want to and he has all this bullshit going on that a fucking nine-year-old could have going on and an ADHD brain telling him he can't do anything now because he has to unload this dishwasher and it's going to take him literally the rest of his life to do it. That's me with the car. It made a noise, therefore it's dying and it needs to be traded in before it explodes or it's going to explode and then it's going to be worth nothing so we might as well trade it in now while they're giving people a stupid amount of money for their fucking cars that aren't worth what they're fucking giving them for and then we're going to pay out the ass for a new one that we're going to be completely flipped on in two years because the market's up right now and it's probably going to crash at some point. It's not going to be like this forever so then we're going to overpay for something we won't get much money back out of all because I didn't want to take my fucking car to the damn mechanic for a $20 fucking problem that I didn't even have to be without my car for more than six hours for. 
Three whole fucking days of chaos. A damn near $30,000 price tag for a six-hour $20 fix. Ugh. Why am I fucking like this? <laughs> I hate it. I hate that at 32, I have to sit here and be fucking faced with the fact that I cannot fucking handle being inconvenienced. It's embarrassing and like necessary, obviously, like this was a necessary lesson for me. I just hate that it took 32 years for me to realize this, that I'm like really shitty with being inconvenienced. <laughs> And it had to take like this drastic of a fucking thing where I almost cost our family a stupid amount of fucking money over a $20 problem. And I literally have apologized to my husband like 13 times in the past like two days for how stupid I have been since. So like Sunday night when I was like, oh, this is dumb. I should just take my car to the fucking dealership because I don't want any of these cars. I apologized to him like two or three times that night. I apologized to him this morning and then I really apologized to him when I got home and I had that stupid fucking tail between my legs face and was like, I'm so fucking sorry. I did a dumb thing and I'm sorry. Right? Like, and he just kind of looked at me like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Like, I know, like, I know you're sorry. I think you needed to see, I think you need to learn this lesson. You know, you just need to learn. Like, you need to fucking chill out because not everything is so fucking terrible. And you're always so quick to think everything is going to fucking be the worst thing ever. And it's going to cost us a bazillion fucking dollars and everything's the worst. And, and, and then look, he's like, I, he said, I think this is the universe's way of telling you, slow the fuck down. It's fine. Like, nothing is that bad chill the fuck out. You are fine. I've taken care of it. It's good. You're good. Now fucking knock it off, right? Knock it off. I almost made you pay 30 grand so that you could see how stupid it was for you to lose your fucking marbles before you even had all the facts, right? And I think I've probably always been like that. It's just more like prevalent now because I'm old enough to fucking know better at this point, yet here I am still doing this shit. So if you are also a 32-year-old close to that age, full-grown-ass woman, and you find yourself in this story, I guess the plus side is you're not alone. Like, I'm just as terrible at keeping my head on straight when I feel like something is wrong and I'm going to be inconvenienced by something being wrong. Ew. It's, it's gross. It's gross to me. It's gross to me that I have to like sit here and admit this, that I can't, I just can't be inconvenienced at 32. And I know I keep repeating that, but it's like fucking hell. When, when you really, when you really get slapped in the face with one of those things that you thought you you just didn't realize this about yourself. You didn't realize how dumb some of the shit you have done is because you just couldn't fucking be inconvenienced or you couldn't whatever, right? Insert fucking problem here. It's a, it's a gross, humbling space to be. Like, bitch, you do not have it all sorted yet, right? Get your shit together, bitch, because you do not have it sorted out. You still have a whole heap of, like, childish mess up in there that needs to be straightened out. So here we are. (laughs) I have to now sit in this shit. Some more shit sitting. Here we are. Shit sitting? Yeah, I said that right. Damn. Okay. Words have been really hard lately. We'll just fucking throw that out there. I have not been able to talk. Like, literally all day, I have been mixing up words and, like, 
saying the letter of the second word I was trying to say on the first word I was trying to say. You know what I mean? I forget that has a name and I forget what it's called. But I've been doing it all day. It's been really bad. Anyway, I digress. ADHD. I have to probably stop talking now because I've just realized what time it is. I'm getting a headache and I need to take my stupid ass to sleep because I have I have a headache from the nonsense that I have put myself through over the last fucking three days. And I think I just need some time to process. And maybe we'll chat about this more at another time. But I just had to get on here and admit to the world how absolutely immature I can be when I am inconvenienced. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I have to fucking say. Um, I hope you enjoyed this little story time with the um, most immature 32-year-old on the planet. Uh, I will catch you in two weeks on the next one. Thanks for listening as always. Um, all of the podcasty shit, insert here. Um, like, share, comment please review. Um, I found out Spotify, you can leave reviews there now. And I've actually been using that platform quite a bit now for my podcast and I really enjoy it. So um, Spotify, go review me there. Uh, Also way easier to share the show if you're listening from Spotify. I have found that Um, way fucking easier to share. You can share it straight to your socials. Um, I will have an example of that in my stories uh, today, as you're hearing today, as you're hearing this, so the Tuesday that this comes out, um, I will show you how to go straight there and just share it straight from your podcast platform on Spotify. Also, I don't know if you've been catching it, but uh, we've been having a lot of fun with this um, car therapy mini mornings that I've been doing over on my Instagram um, with my Spotify. I share each track that I am listening to each morning individually in case you don't want to listen to the whole playlist and then at the end of each of those I have the whole playlist entitled car therapy mini mornings and you can click on that straight from my Instagram stories and go listen to my playlist of my little mini therapy sessions in the morning um we mix it up quite a bit I just did a whole rock one which is really fucking fun I have like Avenged Sevenfold and like old school shit on there that I haven't listened to in years um memory lane shit for real so go check that out and of course you can't check any of this shit out if you're not following me on instagram also if you're not doing that what the fuck just kidding um please i would be so grateful go follow me on instagram i share my stupid over there and i share some funny and i share stuff about the show that you probably won't see anywhere else unless you're like fam and you follow you're on my facebook which is locked the fuck down so if you don't know me in real life you won't find me there So you got to go to Instagram, okay? It's the only thing that's like wide open. So go do that, okay? Thanks. Love you.